This podcast is not sponsored or supported by any business or organization. The views reflected on these podcast episodes are my own. Please be aware I am not a medical expert, travel agent, or any other kind of expert. Hey everyone, welcome to the Eat, Explore, Love podcast. I'm Ashley. This podcast is based off of my blog of the same name, Eat, Explore, Love. It talks about the unique challenges in traveling around the world when you have celiac disease. Due to sort of popular demand, I decided to also record a podcast to delve a little deeper into my travels and the lessons learned along the way. Welcome back to another episode of Eat, Explore, Love. This week, I'm so happy to talk about the joys in getting to revisit that city that you love. Amsterdam is one of my top favorite cities in the world. It's also my top recommendation as a city for young people to check out if they want to do a study abroad program. My love for Amsterdam started in a way that's not typical. Most people think of Amsterdam and think of either being able to smoke weed or checking out the red light district. But for me, I got introduced to Amsterdam through a book entitled The Diary of Anne Frank. I read Anne's diary for the first time when I was either in 7th or 8th grade. We read the play in our 8th grade English class. My English teacher had me read the part of Anne Frank. Usually when we read plays, everyone got a turn reading a different part each day. But my teacher kept me reading Anne Frank's part from beginning to end. I carried the diary with me everywhere I went. People started commenting that they thought I looked a little bit like her. She's probably my favorite historical figure. Her bravery and the fact that she never lost hope in the good in humanity is something I aspire to. She passed away at 15 years old in the Holocaust, and it amazes me the level of maturity and perspective that she had at the time she was writing her diary was around 13 to 15 when she got captured. When I was in my senior year of high school, the community theater I grew up performing at was doing the diary of Anne Frank. Even the jocks at my school somehow heard about it, and people kept telling me I should audition for it. I was going to anyway, but appreciated all the support. I auditioned and I got the part. I got a lot of attention for my performance in the Long Island community theater circles. People at school would bring in newspaper clippings to show me they saw me in the local paper. That was the time where I got my 15 minutes of fame. My journey with Anne Frank continued when I was studying abroad in London. I booked a weekend trip to Amsterdam. My only interest was seeing the Anne Frank house, and I got to go see it. My flight had been delayed uh, a bunch of times, so I got there way later than I wanted to, but I arrived on a Saturday night. I went to go take a walk because I knew I needed to be at the Anne Frank house first thing in the morning 
so I can make sure I got in for the day. And it's a little bit different now. You need to book months in advance if you want to be able to get to the Anne Frank house. But at the time, that's all that you needed to do was show up and be one of the first people in line. So I went and scouted out and tried to see the distance between my hotel and the Anne Frank house, see how long it would take me so I could time it up all perfectly. And as I was walking, the streets were bare. It was a cold winter night. And as I turned the corner, I saw the West of Torin. Now, someone had told me that the West of Torin never chimes anymore. Um, I don't remember who or where I heard that from, but I had had that idea in my head. And in the diary, she talks about how soothing that church bell ringing would be for her. And so I took it all in and got the location of her, of the attic. And all of a sudden, the Wessatoran church bells chimed. And I had such an emotional release. I had been waiting since I was 12 years old to be able to have this experience. And here I was having it. And it was magical and just as inspiring as Anne Frank herself. So it was incredible. And I went back the next morning I was one of the first people in line and I got to go and have that experience. And I don't typically like going into museums. Um, I have a really not so great back and to just stand is very difficult for me. I like to keep moving, but I really took my time at the Anne Frank house and I didn't take out my phone. I didn't take photos of anything and I just had a spiritual experience for lack of a better term and I remember going through the house and seeing the markings of her and her sister Margot's height on the wall and yet again I broke down in tears because they were no longer just people I read about in pages in books they were real I could see that she was a foot taller than I am right now she was a person a real person then I also had heard there was a statue of her nearby the Anne Frank house. So when I finished going through the house and seeing the attic, I left and I was wandering around the streets trying to find the statue. I couldn't find it and people were on their way to church or they were out and about. And I kept asking people where the Anne Frank statue was and people did not know what I was talking about. They excused themselves, they were sorry, and then the streets were bare again and this woman left the church in I guess the middle of mass and she found me and she said I finally figured out what you were asking me let me show you where it is and she brought me to the Anne Frank statue and took a photo of me next to it uh, she left church mass to help me figure out this experience it was truly incredible and that's when I fell in love with the people in the city of Amsterdam it was the best experience of my life. And believe it or not, the journey still didn't stop there. When I got back to the United States, I got an internship at the Anne Frank Center in New York City. They were going to do a film festival and I happened to be the right person at the right time to help with this experience. The people that worked there were incredible. I even got to meet Anne Frank's cousin. There's a photo of Anne as a toddler playing in the sandbox with her cousin. I met that cousin. 
her cousin's granddaughter was going to the LaGuardia High School at the time. It's also known as the Fame School. They all came to a screening we were doing of the I Am Malala documentary. The impact the entire experience and Frank has made on my life is difficult for me to put into words. She's the reason for any of the activism I have attempted to do in my life. I got to document the stories of Holocaust survivors and hear from their children. Although the children themselves were not alive until long after their parents were able to get out of those concentration camps, the Holocaust still had a tremendous impact on their lives all those years later. The lessons I learned while interning at the Anne Frank Center USA take up so much brain space and it motivates me every single day to try and make the world a better place. So that was all my introduction to Amsterdam. I've gotten to go back since and it was just as amazing the second time around. This time I went to go see where Anne Frank lived prior to her being in the attic. There's only one piece of live footage of Anne and it's her sticking her head out the window looking at this wedding that's happening at the entrance to her building and she kind of looks around and smiles at the scene happening below her. So I went to go check out that location where she lived. And there's a statue of her there too. The second time I went to Amsterdam, it was work-related, so I mainly just walked around the city. It felt a little weird to go to the red light district. It's something I'm intrigued to check out, but maybe not on a trip by myself. Getting to experience a city multiple times, you get a whole new appreciation for it. Each time I've gotten to go to Amsterdam, I've gotten to have totally different experiences and see something new. You get a new appreciation for it. And there's still more for me to see in Amsterdam. Getting to travel opens up your horizons in ways you can't even imagine. My trip to Amsterdam had an entire ripple effect on my life that fundamentally changed who I was as a person. I became okay with just traveling alone there. I've gotten to meet incredible people. I got to experience a portion of my career that I otherwise wouldn't have had the opportunity for. I hope I never get tired of visiting Amsterdam over and over again. Thank you for joining me this week for all the fun journeys and lessons learned on my big adventure called life. For more information on the different cities discussed, check out the blog posts on eatexplorelove.com posted every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If you have any questions or fun stories to share, feel free to reach out at higheatexplorelove at gmail.com. Until next week, remember to eat well, explore the world, and love yourself. See you next time. This episode is produced, scripted, and edited by me, Ashley. Special thanks to Sarah Mienka.